Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, there is the Nooch. Oilers preseason game is coming up later this month right here on 630 Ched. We are the voice of the Elks and the Oilers. A lot of optimism about the Oilers. We got Bob Stoffer. Oilers now noon to two every day on 630 Ched. It is an excellent program. I recommend you check it out if you haven't already. Dylan Holloway, the uh, one of the Oilers' top prospects, was on the show with Bob today. It was good to hear from him. Kellen Kennedy back at the 630 Ched Broadcasting Compound. Kellen, sir, how are you doing? Doing great. How about yourself, Reader? I am uh, doing very well. Looking forward to this weekend with uh, the uh, the Leopard concert and the uh, Labor Day Classic. And I should remind everybody, uh, we ate some lazy bums here on Inside Sports. We're doing a show on the holiday Monday. Now, will it be a shortened show? Oh, you're darn right. It'll be a shortened show uh, because we will be on after the Elks coverage ends. So we'll probably start, I don't know, 6.30 or 7, go until 8 o'clock. But we will have uh, a live show for uh, Labor Day on Monday. So I am uh, honoring, I, I am working on Labor Day, which I've always thought, shouldn't we all work on Labor Day? It's called Labor Day. We all, But most people get it off. Shouldn't mm-hmm. it be called off day? That's what I always wondered as a kid. And as an adult, I spend less time thinking about it, but I still wonder about that. Mm, uh, there's some union heads uh, around the world that might disagree with you there. but <laughs> Yeah, Kellen's just like, what is he talking about now? Can he just shut up for 10 seconds? No, I just don't want to... I- <laughs> don't want to end up part of a pillar somewhere that's all <laughs> oh my goodness that is dark there jimmy hoffa okay <laughs> exactly right there's a three-hour movie on what happened to uh, the irishman i think it's more yes, than three hours exactly it's a long <laughs> scorsese's great but i i feel like now he just doesn't have an editor oh, we'll just put every scene in the movie we won't cut it why not <laughs> exactly yeah he's at that uh you know what he's martin scorsese yeah, who will read a question martin scorsese and he, right and so. he is doing whatever he wants apparently so that's okay um by the way, speaking of Scorsese, and we're going to get to Kevin Lowe. Uh, we're going to connect with him in a minute or two here. A, I mean, a lot of times we've done it on this show. I know Stoff has done it. It's it's a you can Google it. Best sports movies of all time. I would still say that is Raging Bull. Now it is not a uh, perhaps feel good sports movie. Uh, it is not uh, you know a, a comedy, and it's it's. It's obviously a, a dramatic movie that uses a sports figure as its, uh, you know, drive its story. It's mm-hmm. clearly a, a biographical film. But if you ask me, like, the greatest sports movie of all time, I would say Raging Bull because it is it is a great movie. It is, a, it is an awesome movie. And, you know, it's a great story about Jake LaMotta, the boxer, and everything that happened in his life. It's very well made. So that would actually be, I think it came out in 1980. It's an older film. I know for some of you, that's the Stone Age. 
because it was on VH. It was probably on Laserdisc before it was on VHS. It's probably on Beta as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I, my vote would be Raging Bull for the best sports movie of all time. You've seen it, have you not, Kellen? Uh, yeah, a couple times at least. Yeah, no, it's yeah. in my top five for sure. I'd put it. Uh, I'd put it in my top five for sure. Yeah. No, I, w- I wonder if people consider Dodgeball a sports movie because we are going to talk yes. about Dodgeball later on on the show. I, I would say Dodgeball is a sports movie. Greatest sports movie of all time? I would say no. Pretty funny, though. No, but is it a sports movie? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, there we go. Our, a, a really fun sport that's uh, coming through Edmonton is street hockey, Play On Canada. It's Canada's largest street hockey festival returning to Edmonton, uh, to Edmonton, and Edmonton Oilers legend, Hockey Hall of Famer Kevin Lowe, is a board member for Play On Canada. Kevin, welcome back to Inside Sports. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. Yeah, always great to be on your show. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to talk to you as we, we roll into September here. And uh, man, oh man, I'm so excited to talk about Play On with you. This is Canada's largest street hockey festival. So uh, we're going to talk a lot about the, the nuts and bolts and why it's important and how people can get involved. But it had me thinking, look, you've told numerous stories about your NHL career. It is well-documented. But, you know, a lot of us in Canada, we start playing uh, street hockey or a a ball and a stick in the backyard with a dad or a brother or whatever. Do you you have a street hockey uh, history, you know, that kept you busy in the summer or anything like that? Yeah, no question, Reid. I I played a lot of street hockey as a kid, both in the summer, uh, probably more in the summer than wintertime, but we played... We played, uh, we played a lot of road hockey, and, and I really feel it was a big part of my development. Uh, you know, now things are different. There's all these specialized uh, training for, for kids that are playing hockey, so they're, they're spending more time training at specifics as opposed to just getting out in the street with a ball and a stick and, and work on their hand skills. And, and uh, uh, like I say, I credit a lot of that. Uh, I, listen, uh, no one's going to... Um, no one's going to say that uh, that I was particularly a skilled guy. And mind you, in, in junior, I did score a lot of points, but but uh, my hand my hand skills certainly were were all because of my street hockey days. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a fun tournament, and and I suppose the theme for play on Kevin, as it is with a lot of events that are are, are getting rolling again in 22, uh, 2022, is we haven't seen it for a while, so it's a chance to gather and get out there and enjoy street hockey once again. Yes, and yeah, thanks for giving us some time on this. I mean, I got involved with the on the board of Play On about uh, a year and a half ago during the pandemic. Uh, we were trying to get uh, the, trying to get the events going again because uh, they were shut down due to the pandemic. Uh, Play On's been around for about seventeen years. Uh, really, the whole motivation behind it's a not-for-profit organization. Uh, the motivation behind it is really just to get kids not just kids but everyone excited about out, out playing hockey we, we do have a lot of new canadians in this country and the easiest way to to have them to learn and love the game the way we grew up with it is to give them a stick and a ball and, and a net and get out and and have some fun but uh uh this will be uh we, we only had nine events this summer across the country uh, the most recent one was in new brunswick uh last weekend uh, Calgary kicked it off uh, uh, just before the um, before Stampede and had a big event there. And we want to grow it uh, the way it was pre-pandemic to have about 28 events across the country with a national final. But again, the real emphasis here is is to 
is to grow the game of hockey and, and start by with a stick and a ball. Yeah, yeah, pretty simple. Get people out there playing and having fun. And to me, this is another uh, great use as well of the, the, the area around Rogers Place Ice District. Um, this is going to be quite a scene next weekend. <laughs> it's, if you're not participating, you may just want to go take a stroll through because it's going to be pretty awesome to check everything out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure everyone's going to be happy with us because it's going to be the first time that 104th Avenue has been shut down. It'll be shut down for three days, uh, the 9th to the 11th. Uh, they'll build up to 20 rinks uh, right in and around Rogers Place. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. And, and please, if you are upset by the shutdown, uh, don't blame it on the orders, OAG. Uh, this is me independent uh, on my position with the Board of Play on Canada. But it's such a great place to have it. You know, the, the environment will be really cool for the participants. Uh, you can be of any age. Uh, our youngest to date has been seven, and the oldest has been 71. And, um, and you know how you get involved is uh, you go to playon.ca and register. All we need is a captain uh, to re to register and invite some friends. Uh, you can have as few as as uh, four players and and as many as nine. And uh, once you get um, registered, they'll ask you your level of play. And they'll slot you into a bracket that uh, that is fitting for your level of play, your team's level of play, and uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a fun weekend event. Uh, we've had such wonderful weather in in recent weeks. We keep our fingers crossed for the weather, but uh, really encourage uh, even if you're not going to uh, actually play or participate in play on, come on down and watch and cheer on. It's a it's a lot of fun. And it's a great event. Yeah, and McEwen University is pretty important in this uh, as well, aren't they? Yeah, we really want to thank uh, McEwen University for supporting it uh, uh, as the city of Edmonton, of course, and many levels of government, the federal, provincially, and, and the city of Edmonton. Uh, uh, Mayor Sovey uh, uh, was very supportive, as was uh, members of his administration. It's, it, again, it's about getting people outside and celebrating and uh, getting together and gathering, uh, uh, you know, just a little bit of side... Uh, information you know uh, like massive uh, uh, sporting events and gathering events worldwide since the pandemic are only returning about 25 to 30 percent of uh, participation and and uh, you know that's that's a little bit uh, discouraging I guess and a little bit concerning but I suspect over time more people will feel comfortable to get out and be in large crowds but if you are in that vein right now and feel comfortable and want to get out and celebrate with a bunch of people then uh down to 104th avenue uh the, the weekend of the september 9th to the 11th okay so it's really easy to find out more or to register playon.ca you gave a lot of the details but of course they can find them there uh as well but don't don't wait too long what's the deadline to register again they got to get on it quick here yeah it's it's midnight on on uh, september 5th so monday september 5th is the deadline because they have to, obviously, they have to prepare and build the rinks, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we always, uh, we've got uh, over 100 teams registered already, but uh, it's nice to see to get that up to 200-plus teams. And and again, as I said, Edmonton's always had the largest event across the country. So hopefully, uh, you know, all your listeners, uh, some of them will get, uh, get excited about this and want to join in. There's a small registration fee, but really that's just a, pay for the overhead you know there's referees uh the rinks are fantastic i mean it looks like 
NHL. It's the equivalent of uh, NHL hockey for street hockey. So uh, they have all the, you know, the, the paraphernalia and and, uh, and uh, mascots, et cetera, et cetera. There is on Saturday, there's a celebrity game. And uh, there's also a, a Ukrainian newcomers clinic uh, uh, Saturday as well. So uh, we've done that in some of the other cities and it's gone over very well, inviting some of our uh, Ukrainian friends that have moved to our country to to uh, embrace uh, our national sport, uh, hockey. Yeah. Kevin, that's awesome. Uh, good for you for being involved in this. Uh, so be, get uh, get registered by Monday at midnight at playon.ca. And, yeah, th- we're going to have to find a, a couple more people to have on the show next week to talk about this because this is going to be really fun. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks, Reed. Appreciate it. That is the Hockey Hall of Famer Kevin Lowe in his capacity as a board member with Play On Canada coming to Edmonton next weekend. And the reason we want to talk about that tonight is because, remember, you go to playoncanada.ca, you got until midnight on Monday to register. So you want to do that as quickly as possible if you want to play in that awesome uh, ball hockey event. And, yeah, we'll have to find uh, another guest or two to talk about that as we take you through Inside Sports next week. Really appreciate you tuning in tonight. It is 645 The Edmonton Oil Kings, the defending WHL champs, back at it. Back at it for training camp. Logan Dalhaniuk had a huge moment. Big game winner for the Oil Kings in last year's postseason. One of the veterans of the team. He's coming up next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. on Edmonton Sports Leader, 6.30 chat. Well, a thrilling season last year for the Edmonton Oil Kings, and now they are back at it, camp underway, and I am pleased to welcome to the show a gentleman going into his fifth season with the Oil Kings defenseman, Logan Dohaniuk. Logan, you're on with Reed. Thanks for checking in. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to talk to you again. Fitness testing. Tell me about it. Did you, did you survive it? Did it make you, you know, did you have to do that crazy bike test that makes people throw yeah. up? What happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, wasn't too bad. It's it's a little different coming in a uh, pretty short off season. So a um, little different for sure. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, definitely we did a little bike test at the end. There it was pretty tough, but uh, I survived it for sure. Okay. Uh, you know, for you, I, I'll just start here, and, and, I, and I know we're kind of transitioning where we got to move on from last year, but look, it, it was a magical season. You guys were, lived up to the expectations. You won the WHL. You went to the Memorial Cup. You had so many great teammates on the team last year, and, and now you sort of had a summer to process all that. Uh, you know, when I bring up the 21-22 season, how do you sort of remember that and now maybe pack it away a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing I remember is the, the group of guys we had there. Uh, a lot of guys that were, were with the team for, for a long time there, and we brought in some new guys too. And uh, it was just an all-around great group of guys, and to be able to win the championship with them was 
was a really cool opportunity and and i'm looking forward to uh moving past that now and uh starting this next season ahead all right and uh you got to go to oilers development camp the geez i've lost track of time i guess a couple of months ago now how was that experience and i believe your brother was there too right yeah yeah it was definitely a cool experience it was my first time going to uh nhl camp so uh it's definitely cool being around all those guys uh especially the the AHL guys and all that. And, uh, yeah, having my brother was definitely definitely a cool opportunity, too. Um, having him there was, was, was great. So. And throughout the summer, did you take some time where you didn't skate, where maybe you, you put the hockey gear in a closet for a little bit and cleared your brain of it, or did you just get right back into, into training and skating and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, I, I took a little bit of time off. It's it's kind of tough with the shorter off season, but uh, yeah, I tried to get back in as quick as possible. But I definitely took took a couple a uh, couple weeks off and then uh, got back into it. And I'm I'm ready to go for the season. No, tell us about the training that you do. What's a typical day of training in the summer? Uh, usually Mondays are leg days. Tuesday arm day. Uh, Wednesday is usually speed day, and then Thursday arm day, and Friday leg day again. So, kind of all around. Uh, do we do a lot of speed stuff? We're pushing, pushing the bar fast, and and doing all sorts of stuff like that, just to help us build power and strength and uh, get ready for the season. A lot, lots of conditioning too. Now, is there a food that isn't good for your hockey career that you have to stop yourself or budget how much you eat? Uh, I think, yeah, there's definitely a couple. Uh, might catch me every once in a while down in a whole bag of chips. I got to probably stop that. But uh, uh, maybe some, some pizza, too. I got to gotta get away from that. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out right now. So <laughs> Awesome. Well, I, I think you deserve a, a cheat day or two through the offseason. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you're, you're very fit as you, as you get ready for the year. So um, it, I want to ask you about a couple of coaches. First of all, the head coach that moved on, Brad Lauer, went to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, how do you look back on uh, how Brad influenced you the last uh, two or three seasons here? Yeah, well, he's been my coach for the last four years now, so it's it's uh, it's definitely cool to see him moving on again to uh, be back in the NHL, and I'm really happy for him. Uh, I would love to have him back as head coach, but, uh, I mean, even better, we got uh, Luke Pierce here too, which is, which is great. I got a great relationship with both of them, so... Um, yeah, they both of them have definitely impacted my hockey career a ton, and I'm I'm super grateful for them. Yeah, and uh, but tell me a little bit about Luke stepping in. I mean, it must be nice to have a new head coach who is actually not new because you guys are incredibly familiar with him because he was an assistant. Yeah, it, it's definitely a lot easier. I remember coming in as a 16-year-old, and Luke and Brad were were new, and I had it was a adjustment period getting used to them. So. Having uh, Luke here is, is definitely a lot easier to do that, and I think it'll help out the young guys a lot too, and especially us older guys who, who have been here for a while. All right. Uh, now, and now, are you going to uh, Coyotes camp, or what's coming up here for you in the fall? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to Arizona's camp, their, their rookie camp. Uh, I head down there on the 13th. Okay, so, so that was the, you got invited then for that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what, what what are your, and I guess you're going to see Dylan there as well, which would be pretty cool, but how, how do you approach that? Do you just say, hey, just go in, be myself? Do you, do, you, do you change anything? What are you thinking? I think, yeah, just play my game, show them what I can do, and hopefully I can stay there. I mean, hopefully get something done there. It's it's a huge opportunity for me, and I'm, I'm hoping to capitalize on it. And is your brother also going to that as well? Yeah, yeah, he is. So 
went to the Oilers development camp and now off to Arizona together. So well, that's pretty... going to be a pretty special experience because I imagine you haven't had tons of opportunities to be teammates. Uh, uh, no. Well, probably most of your lives, given <laughs> given the age. Yeah. But uh, uh, just you know, tell me about being able to skate alongside him. Yeah, it'll definitely be be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, growing up, never really got to play with him. Just I guess out in the summer, but that's not really a team thing. So. Uh, just playing against him against uh, he plays for Prince George now so I played against him a few times but uh, ha- having the opportunity to play with him it'll definitely be a cool experience all right well Logan this is great to have you on the show uh, now you guys uh, no games this weekend but then you have exhibition games uh, the, the next two weekends coming up right though, though I suppose you'll miss yeah. uh, some of them with the rookie camp yeah yeah Pro- probably be gone for a couple of those but be ready to go for the season for sure okay well it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I mean, you're one of the veteran guys, so I'm sure you'll be on the show again throughout the season. And I look forward to another year for the Oil Kings. I mean, you guys done, have done a great job representing the city. It's a great organization, and uh, that's in large part thanks to players like you. So thank you so much for yeah. coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. That is Logan Dalhanyuk checking in tonight. Uh, yeah, four games with the Oil Kings in 17-18 uh, when he was still pretty young. And then 18-19 becomes a, a regular. And then last season, he had 36 points in 62 games, uh, three goals and eight assists in the playoffs, had that big game winner in the WHL final. So, uh, yeah, one of the guys who's uh, sort of now part of the new leadership core on that team with, you know, neighbors and Dooley and uh, Gunther and some other players moving on. All right, we got a break for the 7 o'clock news. I am thrilled to tell you, Jelena Mergenovic is coming up from Mexico City where she fights on Saturday to get her belt back. We'll bring you that story in a couple of minutes.